Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode. This week is going to be a little bit going off of last week's episode and not letting your 9 to 5 suck the light of you out of you. And this is going to be about writing your own path. I've been more inspired to write this, I think, more for myself too with my new work schedule, this new work-life balance I'm trying to figure out. And I've been sick. I've been sick the last couple days, and that's not all, but my wisdom teeth have officially all come in. All four of the babies are now painfully inserted into my mouth, and I need them out yesterday. But they're gonna be with me for another two weeks, I think? Fuck. Okay, at least. So, bear fucking with me, guys. Um, my therapist also dropped me this week. Um, fun internet, fun third-party provider, changed some rules, and she doesn't want to go with them anymore. Completely understandable. I'm just pissed about it. So those are my life updates right now. I hope y'all are doing better than I am. But with that being said, while everything has felt so discouraging for me, while life has just felt like the biggest fucking hurdle and obstacle, I still wanted to sit down and record today's podcast because that's what I said I was going to do. It's already Saturday night. I don't have a podcast episode up this week yet, and I know I've been slacking this time, but this is how I stay true to my goals is I want to come out with one episode a week, and I haven't come out with an episode yet this week. So that is how I'm staying my life on the path I want to be on, and that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode right now. Uh, Now, first, let's start off with knowing what the life you want to live is. I think we get too caught up in saying that we're not deserving of our dream life because of the word dream life, essentially. I think it's very fluffy, if you could say, where it's very headed in the clouds, like, oh, you're not really going to be able to achieve it. Like, it's so unrealistic. But is it? I know for some. It could be a little outlandish, but I always like to say that crazier shit has happened. So why deem it impossible if you haven't tried to make it happen yet, you know? We only know as much as we know at this point of our lives because of what we've experienced, the knowledge we've attained throughout this point of our lives. It's very limiting if we narrow ourselves down to this singular way of what's right and wrong. I actually talk about that more in episode three on low emotional intelligence, where limiting your views on life is a sign of that because it shows that there is a singular way of living, a very black and white way of living. And that is just simply not true because there are billions and billions of different ways, different views, different, just different things we could do to operate our lives to just figure out what the best way is for us. We're all individuals. We're all unique in our own way. So we all have our own individualized path for us that we're constantly figuring out every day. And getting into the mindset of, Okay, this is the life I want. How can I move forward with that? It's how you're looking at your life now and how you could start to pivot yourself into the direction of your overarching perfect life, whatever that may be for you. But I think it's most important to start off by knowing you deserve that life and knowing that it's not so impossible to achieve. It just seems that way right now because you haven't learned how to get to that final destination yet right? It's like anything. I think when we look back on our life, when we look back at the shit we had to go through, the steps we've had to take in, we want to ask ourselves, well, would I do it again if I knew everything? And would you? 
would you choose the same way if you knew how hard it was going to be? Or is that just what happened because life is life? Because you persevered and you did what you had to do and you became a resilient bitch through it. Now, how can you take power into your own hands and make life happen for you? Starting to plan for your future and wanting to set goals and make those decisions for yourself. Knowing you deserve this life and also knowing that life is working in your favor to achieve it. It's a mindset shift completely. Because I I think for a lot of us, we're taught that being unworthy or or like focusing on what we're not good, focusing on our flaws, it's a way that we can be more self-aware. But I think it's almost how we find faults and find reasons to doubt ourselves and to not trust who we are, trust our own values, trust our own knowledge. Instead, I think it's teaching us to constantly narrow in on what's wrong with us and constantly focus on what we need to improve upon and validating why we're not good enough already. Instead, I like to flip that and focusing on, well, what am I good at? What can I do? And giving that power back to myself and focusing on what is possible for me and then building off of what comes out of that. Because we feel different when we feel good about ourselves, right? Versus when we doubt. When we feel good, we feel empowered, we feel curious, we feel like, okay, I can make something happen right now. Like, I'm in charge here. And it's that I'm in charge here feeling where you're going to look for solutions. You're going to create solutions, Because sometimes it's not about doing the right thing, but finding what the right thing even is. And that's even moving into my next point, which is setting goals for yourself and making that plan. When we look at the overarching picture of what you want out of life, that is the final destination, right? That is your finish line. So what is the path up until the finish line? And it's looking back and taking that step back, that step back, that step back until you get to, okay, well, where does step one begin now? And looking at, okay, well, how can I do that for myself today? Or what can I do today that is one step closer to me achieving my goals? And sometimes it's not always productive. Sometimes it's simply, well, how can I start to get into the right mindset that I need to take care of myself to be in a good place so I can work towards my goals and even learning how to manage your time and manage yourself and manage your energy. It's rewiring your brain to fit this mindset of your dream life. And asking yourself, what steps do you need to take to get there? When we create these steps, when we create this plan for ourselves, it kind of makes it feel more real, right? I'm a huge planner girl, all right? And I'm like a pen and paper planner girl. Like I need to write that shit out. And it helps me make it feel real because when I'm writing out my to-do list or I'm writing my goals out for what I need to achieve this week, like I always like to do mine on a weekly basis. I just think it's easier for me to get my mind straight because it, it doesn't let me pigeonhole myself into oh monday i have to do this tuesday i have to do this because my brain doesn't always work like this sometimes on mondays i need a rest day and i can't plan for that because i feel like i need to be productive on mondays or whatever but it's looking at 
okay, I'm making this plan for myself. This is what I'm going to do. One day, this is what I'm going to do. This day, this is what I'm going to do. This day. And setting my to-do list almost. And in that, it's making that checklist of, okay, these are the things I need to get done. And doing that just so you can get clear and you can keep track of yourself on a week-to-week basis. So you can kind of almost show the progress you're making with yourself and almost kind of seeing how you can build off of these ideas. Once this thing's done, what else can you do with it? And the more and more you get done, the more you're able to get closer to that goal. And the closer you get to the goal, the closer you may experience something called imposter syndrome, which is when you're believing you're not good enough because you're like, well, who do you think you are doing this, wanting to do this, trying this? Like, it almost feels like, well, I feel stupid for trying this thing new. And especially when we're not seeing immediate success from it. I know for myself with the podcast, with public speaking, with life coaching in general, it takes a minute to build. It takes a minute to build a following. It takes a minute to build your voice. And because you're not seeing that instant gratification that we're so used to hearing all the time from influencers and social media of, oh, I just reached 2 million, I just reached 200K or even just 20K. I think even the way that social media engagement and analytics work nowadays, it's so fucking impossible to gauge how to grow a big following. And this is coming from someone that, whose job was specifically to grow social media. I'm gonna be real, I guessed. I guessed 90% of the time. (laughs) But you know what, fake it till you make it. And again, imposter syndrome. Yeah, it felt like maybe I shouldn't have been at that job because I had no fucking idea how to make social media trends grow. But I was still a social media strategist for two and a half years. And no one fucking knew because I knew how to bullshit numbers like nobody's business. It's not that they were wrong even. It's just I knew how to make the work look in my favor. And that's how life can be. Life can work in your favor and you can have the power to make life work in your favor. And not being afraid to going after what you want is probably the most resilient thing you can do. And constantly doing that too. Because you're constantly showing up for yourself and you're constantly proving to yourself that, yes, I can do this. Yeah, I know it may not be the best right now, but I'm learning. And again, you can only learn how to do better and gaining the knowledge and not looking at it as a loss or a regret, but a new opportunity to gain how to be better or to gain knowledge in how to be better, I guess I should say. I'm going to quote something a very, very wise man said my little brother. (laughs) He says, you'll learn something new every day. Now in context of this, he meant his middle name, but I think it's a great statement for life in general, because we do, we really do learn something new every day, whether it be a new skill, just a new little fun fact about life, or just something new about life that we know does or does not work for us. There came a day for me when I learned my nine to five marketing job was kicking my ass and I had to learn how to do better for myself. Just as another time I learned that milk doesn't really agree with my tummy too well. And I learned from that experience as well. While some of these don't have the best outcomes, I look at it as a checkpoint and that was a learning moment. That was a point where I learned I should not have done that, or I should have done this, or I can do this better next time. It's looking at how you can 
it's just I think it's just looking at how life isn't scary it isn't something that's meant to consequate you but it's something that you're meant to learn through so why not take chances and try new shit and the more you look at life as an opportunity to learn versus as something that's against you the more empowered you are to make those decisions to make those choices because you know they're not consequences it's just like oh i'm ordering my drink at starbucks and they made it wrong oops it's a mistake it's not even a mistake it's just something that just didn't work out that one time and what the fuck are the odds that it could happen again i i like to use the starbucks example a lot with i think life in general because i ordered my same starbucks drink every fucking day twice a day i've done this for so long all the baristas in hollywood know my know me know my drink know my order know my car when it pulls up they know who's they know the refresher bitch is in and every now and then they make it bad they add lemonade they forget my berries or they even add ice i don't like ice in my drink but it happens every now and then you know and it's just life shit happens people make mistakes it's fine you know but it's that shit happens outside of coffee shops outside of food orders where yeah it didn't work out that one time that's okay try again maybe it was just a one-off thing that didn't work you never know and not being afraid i think to look at life as like oh i'm being punished versus well it just didn't work out that way and just hope that there is better for you and even starting to imagine what that better could be and again working backwards and thinking well that could work for me But more importantly, the more you do something, the more familiar it becomes with you. And that brings me to my next point in repetition, repetition, repetition. Because it's true. The more you do something, the better you're going to be at it. So familiarize yourself with the steps, the actions, the planning of what living and what working for your dream life means or working towards a better you means and yeah sometimes it does feel wrong sometimes it does feel scary i know for a lot of this i've been talking about making plans for yourself making goals for yourself and persevering through that and yeah so before i get into that i want to say that this can also apply in your mental health and just in getting to know yourself if your ultimate goal is just wanting to learn how to be happier what does a happier you look like And even just getting familiar with your own emotions and feeling through those emotions and understanding those emotions. You're learning how to be a better you because of you're taking the time and processing it now. You're not suppressing those emotions. You're allowing yourself to feel through. And the more you feel through, the more you're going to learn how to how to be there for yourself when you need when you feel emotionally low or drained and when you allow yourself to learn from these moments it's how you build empathy and how you build to know that you deserve better for yourself sometimes that's the first step when we're looking at why we're so unhappy with our life it's because we're so unhappy with ourselves and the people we've created ourselves to be i've said before that when i look back on my life when i regret some of the choices i have It's because I've made those choices for other people other than myself. And I've chosen those values, those ideas of me 
more than of myself, which has caused me to drift further and further away from who I feel I want to be as a person. So a lot of when I was kind of coming back to, okay, well, what do I want out of life? How do I be happy? What's my real purpose in this world? My first step was learning how to be happy and learning how to find myself again. And more importantly, learning how to feel again and going through those motions of feeling, of crying, of emoting even. And more importantly, understanding why I'm feeling those things and learning what I'm experiencing, like why I'm being triggered the way, why I'm feeling sad about this and understanding myself better through that. And what I found is when I was able to understand myself better, I was able to really figure out what I want out of life, what makes me happy, what makes me feel good versus what makes me feel good because I'm a people pleaser and this pleases someone else and that makes me feel good. I think that's a really tricky line that a lot of people pleasers walk is we feel good, like we like making other people feel good. It genuinely makes us happy that we often lose ourselves in it. And I think with life and being an adult in general, like being grounded and loving yourself is probably one of the most important things you could do. And in a way, it's kind of the most rebellious too. But even with that, the more you do it, the more familiar it gets. And the same with anything else, especially when it comes to setting goals. Even with the podcast, I think I it took me a while to figure out what my voice is and figuring out, well, what's the tone I want to set? What's it, what are the exact words I want to say? And really just getting the message out and how I want to brand myself and even just wrapping my head around that idea. What I found is the more you talk about something, the more familiar you become with it. And even speaking in general, the more familiar I am with saying the, the same phrases, saying them consistently, the clearer I'm getting on what I want to do. When I first started on TikTok, I was just making videos based on whatever thought popped in my brain, you know? Now I'm more focused on talking about enmeshment, talking about family dynamics, and talking about, okay, this is my niche that I'm working towards. This is what I found that's working in my favor. And it's learning how you're building up yourself through that success that you're finding. And that's how you're learning how to become your own expert, I guess you could say. Even in just learning, right? Like how to do something. I am such an advocate for just learning and educating yourself more on a certain topic and just how you could just be better at it. Not only to use it, like you don't even have to use it as a um, guide, I'm saying, or like as a step-by-step, but using it as inspiration for where you could jump off of next. Like what idea can you jump off of this next and how you can up-level yourself? And again, the more you learn, the more you do, and the more clear you're going to get on what you ultimately want to achieve for yourself. And also, most importantly, with setting your own goals, setting your own intentions, it can be extremely discouraging, especially when we're not seeing that instant gratification of success or fame or whatever the fuck it is that you're trying to achieve. But also not giving a fuck what other people think of you. Not being afraid to be seen, to be heard, to allow yourself to be perceived for exactly what you're doing. And I promise you, no one gives a shit as much as you think they do. And this includes friends and family. A lot of the times, you're going to be the one in your own corner, backing you up, being your own supporter at the end of the day. And you can't depend on other people to support you or hype you up or critique you or Be the person that's going to essentially drive you to success. 
the only person that's going to get you your dream life is you. And that's the part where you have to persevere and be like, okay, I know this is hard, but I am continuing to choose this and figure it out and how I'm going to still do it. It's a bumpy fucking road, just like mental health is. And I think with going after your dream, you're almost saying like, yes, I deserve more in this life. This is why I deserve more. This is how I'm deserving more. And this is me proving to myself that I'm doing it. And it's not overnight. Knowing to have people that can be there to support you, that you can lean on versus that you are going to depend on, I think is a huge difference. Leaning on, I think, has this more, I don't need them. It's nice when I can call them and they're there for me, but I'm not going to put my whole well-being into them. But not giving a fuck what others think about you. It's just going after what you want and despite what other people say because you know in your heart that is the right thing to do. And when you create this schedule for yourself or you create this plan for yourself, you're making it for you. This isn't including anyone else. This is your life. This is your plan. This is your path. So how are you gonna make it tailorable to yourself? And while I do think it's incredible to share your success, share your experiences with other people, when it comes to goals and setting plans and setting intentions, it's best to keep it to yourself, not to gatekeep, but to keep yourself focused. For me, when I share too much with too many people, I feel pressured. And when I feel pressured, I feel like I'm already letting people down. So when I, when I'm more to myself, when I kind of keep a keep my plan of what I want to do with just me, I feel more focused. I feel more determined to like want to show up for myself. And learning how to work for yourself versus for other people shows that you have a drive, that you care about yourself, you care about your own ambitions on a level that other people don't. When I started this nine to five job, this temporary one that I'm doing right now, I can really easily see how I can lose myself in that groove really fast because of how tiresome work can be, you know, and just life in general. Shit happens. We want to take a nap. It's so easy to say, oh, well, next week, next week, next week. Well, just I guess that's just something I always wish I did. And throughout my life, too, I've seen my dad especially pick up, put down projects on and up, on and off again. And I always wondered like why he didn't just pick it up again. And as an adult, I know that life gets in the in the way and that's why we don't just pick anything up again. So with my business and my brand, I didn't want that to be something I put down. I never picked back up again. And sticking with the schedule has almost made me realize how hard it is to keep focus on my goals with the balance of just life responsibilities in general. And with my planner and writing it out and keeping myself consistent, it's how I'm able to stay focused when telling myself that, yes, it's tiring, but this is the other stuff you still have to do. It's like, okay, this is my continuous checklist still. So like with the planning part, I want to say that it's like I'm adding to my day with this planner of here are all my check marks that I still have to do for my business, for my personal goals. And it's finding success in your own achievements can allow you to prove to yourself that you really don't need to depend on anybody, that you are fully capable in getting everything you want to achieve in this world today and bringing that power back to yourself and saying, I can, I do deserve this. I can achieve this. Now I just need to figure out how I'm going to do that. And it's, I think it's just that constant question of, okay, well, how am I going to do this? What am I going to do next? And Needing to just ask yourself, well, what am I doing next? 
you learn to depend on yourself and you learn to trust yourself. You learn how to trust your own actions. But not giving a fuck what others think and, and just keep working towards your goals despite what other people have to say about why it's not going to happen for you, why you're wrong, why you're an idiot for doing it. Like whatever the fuck people have to say, it's just their own self-doubt that they're too afraid to not go after what their dreams. I almost look at it as jealousy where they wish they could do what you were doing and going after what you're like what you're trying to achieve despite not knowing. I think when you're trusting on not knowing and just falling into it, it does kind of set you apart from other people because you're taking a path that isn't known, that isn't set yet. Like you're creating it as you go. And it's important to remind yourself this, especially with business and especially with entrepreneurship and all that shit, because it takes a lot of steps. It takes a lot of breaks. It takes a lot of pivots. It takes a lot of pauses even where it could be days, weeks where you figure out what the next step is for yourself and knowing that's normal. The only thing we can't control in this life is time. And sometimes when you're by yourself, when you're learning how to work through these goals by yourself, you're the only one that's going to come up with the answers. And sometimes it's only in time where you're going to figure out what the right answer for you is. It's why I say don't look at life as a way to make mistakes or looking at things as regrets or anything like that. It was something that you weren't ready to learn yet. And it's how you can learn how to do better next time until you figure out what works right for you. I think the way we use words, even it limits the way we live our life. So when I say things like regrets even or failures, I like to look at those as areas that you haven't learned from yet, right? If you have a regret or if you think of something as a failure, it's because you haven't looked at it as an opportunity to learn from. You're still looking at it as a negative thing that didn't serve you the way you wanted to in that moment. Instead of looking at what you did and understanding that, okay, maybe this wasn't the best option for me. What other options are there? And figuring out what those options are to put in place. And this is kind of how you start to find success in your own achievements. And over time, you prove to yourself that you don't need anyone to make your dreams come true other than yourself. You're learning how to do you better every day. We all are. And we all need to have a little bit more patience for ourselves and our own little hearts because life is hard and we're not all going to have the answers. And I think it's easy to think that we all need to because we're adults, right? And no one else is looking out for us other than ourselves, which is why we need to be extra nice to ourselves when we're adults. Because when we're kids, we have our parents, we have our family, we have our friends, we have everyone around us telling us that we're doing a good job, right? At least for the most part. Or we're having life not feel so heavy on our shoulders at that point for the most of us, right? Or it feels a lot lighter than when we feel all grown up where we have bills, we have jobs, we have relationships. Like it's so much more messier than when it was a kid. But knowing that while it does feel crazier, it does feel harder. You're still so fucking resilient that you're still kicking ass at it and you're still going after what you want. And even more so, you're achieving things because of it. Even making the decision to want a better life for yourself, you're already in the right direction, babe. You literally just tilted your head toward the sunlight and said, yep, I'm going that way. I'm tired of this darkness, of this hopelessness, of this, why does life suck all the time? I want to start looking at what's good. What's the light in life? And just trying to repivot. But I want to make this episode essentially 
because I know I'm feeling stuck in my goals and especially with work again and feeling old patterns resurface. This is a little reminder to myself too that while life is hard, while there is an easier way, what is the way that's going to make me happier ultimately? And that's what I'm working towards. So as much as I would love to have rolled up on my couch and smoke a little blunt after work today, maybe even drive around Mulholland because y'all know that's one of my favorite fucking things to do. I sat my little booty down in front of my heater and I recorded this podcast three tries. So lucky number three, we're going to end it here at 8.33 p.m. So thank you guys all so much for listening again for this week. Happy fucking holidays. If this goes up before or after the holidays, who knows? But I all hope you had a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. I know this time of year can be kind of difficult for a lot of us. And I just want everyone to know that no matter what, you're never truly alone. Today is just a day. Tomorrow is a new day. And there's always an opportunity to love yourself a little bit more in every day. So I'm going to end it at that. Thank you all so much for listening again. If you like this podcast, please give me a five-star rating. And just as always, my socials are going to be linked down below as well. And I'm going to put the link to my YouTube channel too, where I think starting in 2024, I'm going to start doing some lives with my keynote of Star Heart, Starved Hearts, which is primarily about addiction and eating disorders and moving towards recovery. So if you're interested in listening to that, tune in on Sundays at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Again, I'm going to start doing them probably in the new year. If you're interested in booking a life coaching session with me, you can either send me an email, which I'm going to link below, or you can check out my website and email me through there. Again, I love you guys all so much, and thank you all for listening again. Happy holidays. I love you all so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.